Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Hey guys, we're using Poshmark and you should too. Do you have things that you don't wear anymore? Poshmark is seriously the easiest way to make room in your closet, make some cash, and also snag a bargain. It's the coolest reseller with the best brands like Lululemon, Nike Reformation, and Gucci for up to 70% off. DJ Khaled has a closet and Serena Williams. Download the app today. Enter Podcast 10 when you sign up for $10 off your first purchase on Poshmark. Savings starts with Xfinity. Get a great price on Xfinity Internet. Plus, ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Well, this show is brought to you by O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go down there today. They have uh, their professional parts people. And they can help you find the exact battery you need for your vehicle. Check them out at uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. All right. Well, a Vegas uh, recap. I was just got off a plane back from uh, Las Vegas, Cousin Sal's 50th anniversary or 50th birthday party. Check that out. Also, uh, Kyle Dunnigan's coming in. Lots of laughs to be had in this show. First, I'll tell you about Geico. Do you own, do you rent your home? Will you do one or the other? And then there's your uh, automotive policy. Why don't you get your bundle working? Why don't you take your homeowners or your renter's insurance and bundle it up with your automotive policy? And it's a good thing, too, because Geico makes it easy to get your bundle on. So you go to geico.com, you get a quote, you see just how much you could save and just how easy it is to save when you go to Geico. That is geico.com. One third of all murder cases in America remain open. He had told me that if I opened my eyes, he would slit my throat. Each one is called a cold case. The DNA evidence taken from the victim was a match. The linen rapist was at it again. Based on the hit A&E television program. A phone call is placed. One that changes a family's life forever. Cold Case Files, the podcast. You could see the fire in his eyes. He screamed at me. You want it? Get your tape recorder out. Get new episodes of Cold Case Files every Tuesday on Podcast One, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Inside the toolbox where nostalgia just isn't what it used to be. Paul Davis released his song in 82, originally calling it 55 Love Affair, but he was 7 in 55, so he added a decade to 65 Love Affair on the toolbox. Studios in Glendale, California. This is the Adam Carolla Show. Adam's guest today, Kyle Dunnigan. With Gina Grad on news and Paul Bryant on sound effects. And now, if you build it, he will come. That's to say, if you talk about building, he'll have an orgasm. Adam Carolla. Yeah, get it on! Got to get it on. No choice but going to mandate you get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. Love that about you. Right, Gina Grant? That's right. Handball, Brian. K-E-W-L. <laughs> 
All right, so uh, I just landed here, uh, landed out in uh, Van Nuys, California, uh, probably about uh, five, eight miles from where we are right now. Jet setter. Mm. Jet setter. So I just flew in from Vegas. We had uh, Cousin Sal's 50th birthday party, all uh, orchestrated and put on by uh, one Jimmy Kimmel. And uh, let's see. So I'll try to unpack uh, all all the stuff uh, from the weekend. But settle sell this right right away. Was it a surprise or was it not? Not a surprise. Okay, good to know. Oh, I do feel like a good part of my life is saying shit, and then other people rush no, in no, and no, go no, like, no, no. "No, don't don't say that." And I'm like, "What?" Okay. Uh, yeah, wasn't a surprise. What? So we did a uh, roast for Sal on uh, Friday night, and then. Uh, The surprise, I think, was uh, we had all these videos. Everyone made a video. Mm -hmm. So the uh, edict went out from Jimmy, which is like um, everyone put together a video of like a funny Cousin Sal story. Keep it short. And uh, we did it. I'll I'll play you mine uh, tomorrow. We don't have it here right now. But um, everyone's... There's a lot of back and forth. Like, we need the video. You got to send the video out. Here's the deadline for the video. We're going to edit the video. And uh, all the videos were too long. (laughs) And uh, Jimmy nixed the whole thing because he's disgusted in the production. So the surprise was that it didn't have value of it. But but they're all out. I spent time on mine. We'll we'll show it tomorrow, but uh, you'll you'll see that there was some production involved with uh, what I was doing. But either way, this is all well and good. How did you get there, man? Uh, well, we got so we're going to Vegas. We're going to stay at Caesars. We're going to party with Sal. We're going to uh, Friday night. Schedule is Friday night at Jimmy's Club. Jimmy has a comedy club out there, as you guys know about. We opened it, yeah, right. Or more we're or less. Gonna, soft opening. We're going to go there. And uh, we're going to have pizza and salad and drinks and whatever. And then we're going to go roast Cousin Sal. We're going to go upstairs and uh, roast Cousin Sal. And Sal seems like the kind of guy that can take a roast. Yeah. He could give a roast. Jimmy was roasting. I was roasting. uh, Jeff Ross tested positive for COVID or something and couldn't fly or something. Jeff Ross didn't roast, but uh, his sister Ivy and... um, (laughs) And it, 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 Ivy is quietly very funny. The person yes. no one knows. I'm sure you've never heard of <laughs> no, Ivy Iacono. Uh, I worked with her, and I'm friends with her on whatever Facebook. She's she's quietly very funny. Jeff's sister. Uh, Sal's sister, right? Sal's oh, sister. Oh, I thought we were talking about Jeff. Got it. Right. So uh, we're going to roast. Um, it's kind of interesting, like as a as a dynamic psychologically, which is uh, I was going to roast, or I was going to close out the roast. Um, it's like, all right, we're roasting Cousin Sal. But in the room is, you know, Jimmy's on stage, Sal's on stage. Uh, There's some heavy hitters in media that are there. And, you know, you don't want to go up there and lay an egg in front of, like, some really seriously funny people who are sort of thinking, you're funny. So uh, I was working out. Some of the jokes, of course, I don't have a, a lot of time to uh, dedicate to the roast, right. you know. So uh, I was trying to, like, work out some beats, and uh, I found myself uh, just moments before we were leaving for the airport, just with uh, Matt, the porcelain punisher, <laughs> trying to work out the roast stuff. We, we wrote it down. Um, 
So I, I, I can get to that. So were, were they, if I may ask politely or otherwise, were they your jokes or were they Mike Lynch jokes or were they some combination? Because it's harder to commit other people's stuff to memory, of course. I, uh, I gave Mike a list of like some notions mm-hmm. I had for roasting Sal earlier in the week. I got hold of him like in the afternoon on Friday and I sort of said, you know, what do you got? And he was like, man, I don't have much. <laughs> so oh, thanks. Uh, we just ended up going with uh, <laughs> with my stuff. Um, so <laughs> fix up car for Pebble Beach. <laughs> ah, I mean, uh, <laughs> right. So it was like, uh, you know, m- most of the stuff is sort of inside baseball. Sure. Cousin Sal, you know, it's not they're not traditional right universal right. roast jokes but we can we can get into that in a second so uh baby doll was there nice. and uh and uh bill simmons was there and uh, clay travis was there who just uh took over for rush limbaugh in like 400 markets or so and that crew. of course jimmy and sweet so, shirt yeah wearing my love boat shirt so and also like, as if you have one speaking uh <laughs> i do have multiple love boat shirts but so there's a couple of things. One is like, where's everyone landing in life? You know, the, you know, when I met cousin Sal, we were, well, he picked me and Jimmy up from the airport. He lived in Long Island, picked us up from JFK in like 1996 or something. But when a year later we were sitting in a restaurant in Manhattan Bad Chinese restaurant, someplace Jimmy would never eat at. <laughs> and we were, it was me and Jimmy and uh, Sal and his girlfriend at the time. And we were just sitting there and, and Jimmy was saying like, you have to come out to LA. You have to try show business. Like we're going to give it a run. You know, this is eh, 97. And uh, Sal's like, I'm an attorney. He was an attorney. <laughs> I don't know what kind of attorney, but he was an attorney. I actually never knew that. And his his girlfriend, like sort of, I don't know if she was fiance, but she was like, yeah, we're going to get married and we're going to live in Long Island. And she was, a, she was a school teacher. And she was like looking at Jimmy going, no, 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 no. He's not going anywhere. And Sal was like, I, I don't know. And she was like, no, he's got to go to L.A. so he can have a life. And she was like, he's not going to L.A. And I was just sitting in between these people who were starting to yell at each other about, he's not going anywhere. Go, get out, get the fuck out of the restaurant. I was like, I, I didn't really, I just came with Jimmy. Like, I, I don't really have a dog the, in this you're fight. You're the uncomfortable plus one. Right. So he came. Yeah. But it's also funny. Like, you, you know, you go to these parties, 50th, you start like thinking back. Like, oh, yeah, I remember I, remember I was standing in Jimmy's office when uh, Bill Simmons got off the plane from Boston and like he was a blogger. Yeah, he was a, he was a notable, yeah, sports blogger. He was the Boston sports was guy. Like a that sports blogger. Sports and he like rolled into Jimmy. He's like, Jimmy, this uh, Adam, that's uh, Bill, Bill, Adam. Like, you guys can write together. Uh, thinking back, <clears throat> there's a guy there named uh, <clears throat> Rob Mills. Rob Mills runs ABC. He he runs all the unscripted stuff for ABC and like Disney Plus and Hulu or whatever. It's a big gig. So, so everyone's sort of like, he's at the party. Nice guy. Uh, Rob Mills was like a PA on my talk show. 
And uh, he was a nobody. He was a, he was a zero burger. And now he's running ABC. So everyone's like, oh, you know, put my reality show on your network. But point is, is time passes quickly. You don't know where people are going to end yeah. up. Be nice to people. Be cool, man. Be cool, man. Because you don't know where these people are, yep. are going or what, what lays Ahead, as as an outsider at the time, I remember. I think the first time I was aware of Cousin Sal as an entity was when Jimmy was doing Win Ben Stein's Money. I think mm-hmm. Cousin Sal was like brought on there as maybe like a quote unquote replacement host for Jimmy or something. Oh like right, that. right. Something that effect. You know what I mean? He was like in the running. I think it was a bit for the show, but so Jimmy had his club with the roast on Friday night. Uh, then Saturday was. Four cabanas by the uh, Caesar's pool, the mm. upper deck pool, and everyone hanging out. And then uh, Saturday night was God. All right uh, for fighting. Yeah, was uh, dinner at um, shit. Was it? I wrote it down on my hand. Oh, uh, but I, then I know you can wash your hand. It should it still be washed. there. Rayos. Yeah. Jimmy's is like a Rayos guy. In no, Vegas? it was the... Uh, There's a Reyes in Vegas. Oh. No, I'll, Caesars. I'll think of the name. But no, wasn't it Caesars? We walked across the street to Colonel something, whatever. Oh, Sanders. Yeah. Adam Perry Lang? <laughs> Adam Perry Lang was at the party. Oh, uh, so he doesn't have a place in Vegas? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll, I'll think of the name of the place. Anyway, that was great. Everything was great. You know, it's Jimmy's paying for everything. It's all, it's all awesome. Um, Is there footage of the roast? No I don't know. Somebody loud, yeah. somebody like streamed it or something because I got a text from Jeff Ross Ooh. like the next morning going, Oh, you killed it on the roast. So oh, he was he that. was back in LA watching it. But um but either way, uh it was it's it's kinda interesting. It's like all these people you've known for twenty years and everyone's still going strong and they're all the thing that's interesting is they're all doing something different or more than what they were doing. You know, I'm hanging out with Kevin Hench. He's making all these TV shows. Like, everyone was kind of doing nothing and a nobody. (laughs) The guy I like the most is Jake Lentz. Jake Lentz is this dude. He's from Minnesota. He's like a regular dude, salt of the earth, a kind of Minnesota guy. He went to Harvard, but he's very kind of nonchalant about it. It's not like a Harvard guy. And he was writing for Kimmel. And then, like, eh, probably about 15 years ago, he just said, uh, I think I want to be a doctor. Wow. And I was like, what kind of doctor? And he's like, like a real doctor, like a physician. Oh. I'll do, like, a, a emergency, you know, I'll do ER work. Jesus. That's and I was like, doctor. you're, uh, but you're, you're writing jokes for, for Kimmel. And he's like, yeah, but that's what I want to do. He just dropped out, went off, went to UCLA. Went to uh, medical school, did his whole thing, passed everything, done everything, and now he's an ER doctor. And I was just like sitting around and talking to him. I was like, I've been doing it for a while. And the thing that was interesting, he was like, Jake's just great guys. Again, just regular guy, salt of the earth, Minnesota guy. But he's like, yeah, so I'm like, I'm training these uh, young young guys, these these rookies that are Mm -hmm. coming into the hospital. I'm like, oh, because I remember when we were talking and you were talking about being a doctor and now you're in charge of all these young rookies yeah. that are coming into the hospital. And I just thought, you blink your eyes, <laughs> 20 years goes by, fucking 
do your shit. Like, do what you want to do. Like, yeah. it, it happens fast. Like, it, it seemed insane that he would want to be a physician when I was talking to him mm-hmm. years ago. But I never poo-pooed it because I was always like, this guy does what he wants to do and he's good at it. Man. So it's like, just let him go be a <laughs> yeah. doctor. Just went. Just went and became a doctor. World is, needs more ER doctors. Yeah. World doesn't need more comedy writers. True. That's right. Is this the first example we've all ever heard of somebody going that direction as opposed to, yeah, the other I went to medical school, my parents wanted to be a doctor. I said, you know, fuck it, I'm going to be a stand-up. And you never hear yeah. this version. Yeah. The backwards version. Yeah, it, it, we don't. Or we didn't. But uh, anyway, then it's like nice. You know, there's Jimmy's parents that are the best. Joan and Jim, they're always there. You know, it's like Jimmy puts his, has such a family, like every, all the cousins and the aunts and the uncles and everyone shows up and everyone's sweet. And now they're all bringing their kids and everyone's got kids now. Like it's just a, it's an example of how to how to live your life, yeah. like, essentially. Question. I still want to hear about the journey, because the physical, actual journey, because that sounds pretty awesome. But Sal's 50. Everyone's in their 50s or older. Uh, he doesn't drink. What was the Vegas vibe like? Was there gambling? Was there, was, was there a, a carousing? Yeah. yeah, so there was the club night. Or was it more calm? There's probably about 150 people at the club. And this was all invite for Sal. Yeah, all invite for Sal. Um, we uh, went and did the club on Friday night. The, the pool had maybe 40 or 50 people at it, and then there's another 150 at the restaurant. Jesus. Wow. I'm trying to think of what it's called. You know, Jimmy bought out the restaurant. It was awesome. Um, God, it was at the... Buh, buh, buh. I wrote it down, and then it, then I washed it. I'm seeing someone saying the Major Domo. Major Domo. Yeah, I was saying Colonel something. But yes, Major Domo was awesome. I don't know. Uh, Def Frat guy was there. All right. Uh, They're all, you know, Jimmy's kids were there. Now his daughter's getting married. Like we're going to that coming up in a month. Like it's just you blink your eyes. But uh, but also you, you live your life like, you know, everyone is. You know, Jimmy's like led such a crazy life, but he's always spread it around. He's he's always invited everyone and put everyone together. And so everyone has all these great stories. You know, what's interesting about hmm. that? I, I think we're all more used to, again, the opposite of he gets, you know, one gets more famous and one starts shedding friendships, shedding people. But Jimmy is very much the opposite. No, I, I talked to his friend Tommy, his friend Jimmy Gentleman. The real name. And these are all high school friends Coming of his. The main stage. They're all at they're all at the party. And I've known these guys for twenty five years too, because when I met Jimmy, he's like, Oh, this is Tommy, that's Jimmy, these guys I went to high school with, like you gotta hang out with those guys. So the the transportation was I told Matt, the porcelain punisher fondelier, like, get me a Southwest flight. Uh, out of Burbank. The best seat in the house. The best seat in Southwest. (laughs) And uh, fly to Southwest. Fly Southwest. I was like, okay. So we're going to leave Friday at like 5 o'clock. And then uh, the roast is at like 8 o'clock. And uh, that's how we'll... I I came here Friday to work. And then I'll I'll wait around for a while. And then we'll go on the flight. When I was... When I walked out of the studio on Thursday... I had a uh, text from Mark Garagos, and Mark Garagos is like, you going to Vegas? 
this weekend? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you want to take the plane? Ooh. The big plane. Big boy. Big boy. And I was like, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I want to do that. But I don't not want to. Then I wrote, now the thing that was funny is I wrote to, I texted Mark back. I was like, yes, I would like to take your plane to Vegas. But I was assuming that he was going somewhere Right. And that he would drop oh, us yeah. off right. in Vegas, as he's apt to do. He's He'll drop us off in Nashville and then go to New York or wherever he's going. But so uh, I wrote him back, and it was interesting. I wrote him back, and I said, uh, yes, I would like to take your plane, uh, but I am not comfortable with just taking your plane. If you are going somewhere or it's a business thing, then that's fine, but I'm not comfortable with just taking your plane to Vegas. And I looked at the word comfortable for a while because that's not how I talk, Mm -hmm. but it sounded professional to me. Like, I am not comfortable taking your generosity or whatever. (laughs) Otherwise, indubitably. And he wrote back, he just wrote back, comfortable? What the fuck? (laughs) When do you say comfortable? And I was like, I don't know. I was trying to be like an adult. And he's like, you never, you don't write comfortable on anything. Like, what the fuck? Which was funny. And then he went, no, I'll I'll tell you the story later. There's 10 seats. Take them all. Go ahead to Vegas. Whoa. So then I was like, all right. But I was used to the one-way flight with Mark. I was used to him dropping us off somewhere, going somewhere else. So... I uh, immediately, this is Thursday late afternoon, and I know everyone's going Friday. So I'm like, uh, okay. So I got 10 seats. So I uh, got hold of Jimmy, and I said, Jimmy, you and Sal, you want to you want to get on a private plane? And he said, we're already in Vegas. He's already on one. <laughs> it's already on. He's in Vegas already. So I said, uh, okay, Danny, two sheets. You want to go? And Danny's like, uh, Daniel's like, well, yeah, but we got a first class upgrade and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's one way. We're just going one way. And then I get hold of Mike and I, I'm trying to get hold of everybody to go, do you want to go? Because I want to fill up right. the You're plane. You're making Murphy and, uh, and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, he's running right. The Let's troops. go. Let's the Dodgers game on. Get the Indian to pull the drinking fountain out of the ground. <laughs> <That's right>. So <laughs> Chief. Chief. So I'm like, who's going? It's less than 24 hours, yeah. but who doesn't want to fly? you know, private. And then Daniel's like, well, we couldn't fly back if we canceled our flight there because we got upgraded. I don't know. Point is, is I'm, I'm trying to recruit people. Just you on this plane with a tilted party hat. Right. (laughs) Well, I got, I got Mike. I know I got Mike and his wife, but now this is three of us on a 10 seater. So I'm trying to recruit everyone. And then, uh, at some point, on Thursday night, Mike's like, we need the manifest because we know who's on the flight for the thing and the mm-hmm. pilot and that stuff. And I'm like, well, I said, uh, I said to Mike, well, we're just flying there. Daniel can't go because it, it will stop his, his return flight. He won't be able to do mm-hmm. his return flight. And then Mike's like, we're not flying both ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fair question. No, I don't think so. And he's like, oh, I canceled my entire flight we're not i canceled the return flight and i'm like oh well i don't know i i think we're just flying there and he's like oh boy so then he gets on the phone and blah 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 turns out we got the flight both ways and uh it's a 
big fucking jet too. Like it's, it's the big boy. And so I'm like, Oh, and so then I get back on with Daniel and his wife, and I'm like, you got to fly. And then I call uh, Scott Holmes, who's a grizzly, who's a friend of Sal's, too. And I'm like, are you going out? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cancel your flight. Like, we're, you're coming out with us. We're, we got a round-trip flight, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's actually funny. A lot of people drove to Vegas because I was at the party last night with three or four more seats left on the plane. I kept going to people like, you want to fly home with us? And they were like, we drove, mm. we drove. A lot yeah. of people drove. So at this point in my life, having done that drive and flight mm-hmm. many times, I can't imagine a scenario in which I would drive again. It's the worst. And there's nothing, you think getting the there is bad? Sunday drive home is the fucking, is Thank the nuts you. worse, as Thank they you. Yeah, I think That's a 2-7 off suit. I think people with kids, like they had their kids or, I, I don't know. So I was trying to recruit everyone. Uh, either way, we flew there. We flew back. We flew on Garagas's plane. I still don't know the answer from him as to why that was oh, a good thing no, or no okay. I talked to him on Friday. It's just like, just take the plane. And don't I'm like, argue. All right, him. it's a lot of money. It's a lot of fuel. It's like it's expensive, you know. Like and he's like, to Minneapolis in the month. Yeah, he's like, we're just take the plane. So he said, it's a long story. I'll tell you. I think he's going to Salt Lake City this afternoon or something. Anyway, I was I was trying to. Feels like very Brewster's millions. Out. Like there's some yeah. reason yes. someone had to use that plane. Yeah. So that was uh that was interesting. Um the party was great, everything was great, it was great getting caught up with everyone. It's also it's 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 really nice to catch up with people who were doing something different when I met them mm-hmm. and now they're doing something very different now and it's all sort of good sure. and the answer to what's up with you is oh same old yeah you it was know? like people were out there a lot of successful people in that group who weren't all that successful when <laughs> i when i met them but they were just kind of constantly sort of slogging away and having success all right that's great so i got my roast jokes all right but the uh are we gonna get it are they in? All yeah, inside that's jokes? that's the whole thing. Like they're all kind of Sal's blood type is inside. <laughs> yeah, inside jokes. Um, you guys know Brad. Brad. Yeah. See, Uncle is that Frank. His insane friend Brad. Isn't yeah. There, there's isn't a lot. There, isn't there a yes, there's Brad? an insane yeah. friend Brad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, part of the. Uh, Gina, uh, he, uh, uh, Sal has a friend named Brad who makes Ray look like uh, the mayor of, of uh, oh, Anaheim. Oh, no. Upstanding. Uh, 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 an insane person. Oh, boy. You have a Cousin Sal video? from We have, we have your Cousin Sal video. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah, we found yeah, it? We found it, yeah. Oh, okay. So Jim, Jimmy said, everyone put together a two-minute video and... We'll run it at the restaurant, and then everyone's video sucked so badly that Jimmy got disgusted with everyone and never ran it. Well, they all ran over time. <laughs> that was that was the real sin. Right. So uh, we'll play my, my video. Hi, my name is Adam Carolla, and here's my Cousin Sal story. The first time <laughs> I ever met Cousin Sal. Jimmy and I were flying into New York to do Kevin and Bean mornings for a week over there. No. And uh, we decided to come. Matt Fondelier is doing sign language. Cousin Sal pick in us a picture up in picture on the side. JFK. Right. Well, I'd never met Cousin Sal before, That's but so I was good. intrigued after <laughs> right. all was the good. stories, <laughs> humorous <laughs> stories Jimmy told me about Cousin Sal. So we flew in at night. Tower Air, defunct, by the way. 
Um, no gate. Had to take a bus <laughs> to the plane. Killing. By the way, never a good sign when you have to take another mode of transportation to another mode of transportation. We took a bus to the plane, <laughs> and Cousin Sal was going to pick us up at night at JFK. Now, I used to think Cousin Sal was sane before I met him. What I didn't know about Cousin Sal is that he did not know his way from his airport to his house. We the got sign lost language is slowly taking over Sal's the screen. It's taking over the entire screen. From his hometown airport. Meaning, it would be like someone who was born and raised in Denver, Colorado, picked someone up at the international <laughs> Denver airport and couldn't figure out how to get back to their home in Denver. Really think about that for a moment. We finally made it back to the home after fueling and running over a median. And uh, that night, I slept in the guest bedroom, which was sort of a rumpus room by the washer dryer, on a pile of sand-covered, dirty clothes. And that morning, I was sexually assaulted by Sal's mother because she thought I was Jimmy, although... That still doesn't explain the sex part of the assault. Anyway, that's my cousin Sal's story. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is brilliant. Bold gambit making Fondelier the star. <laughs> Seriously, stole the show. Oh, I, was like, I was like sitting around and I was like, all right, everyone... everyone oh. was, so, so Jimmy and Molly, who works on Jimmy's show and is the... Uh, co-lead head writer and blah, blah blah like they know funny right you know what i mean so it's like they come to me and they're like we want a video and i'm like oh i don't want to just make it like aunt fran or cousin ivy just like sitting and talking and it's like i'm, I'm me i want to make it funny like i want something good and then i so i started thinking about like what is a good funny story like what's a funny story and i this the story was, yes, I did. Sal picked us up from the airport. Sal didn't know how to get home. It's essentially like you picking up someone at LAX right. and then not knowing where your home right. was. Uh, it, that, I mean, it's odd. It, it, to me, at the time, who'd never left North Hollywood and been on an airplane and stuff, it, like, it's sort of like, well, we're in Long Island or New York. Like, who knows where anything is? There's bridges and stuff. But uh, as I got older, I was like, he doesn't know where his house is. Yeah. He lives here. He literally right. takes a pulvita for 30 miles yeah, to get home. He's right been home. here. <laughs> right. So, uh, and then I did sleep on the bed down by the washing machine with the there was a bunch of dirty clothes on it. And Aunt Fran, his crazy mom, you know, did dive on me in the morning thinking it was Jimmy and blah, blah, blah. And um, but anyway, I was, just, I was like, oh, maybe I'll tell that story. And somehow, maybe it's a COVID thing, but I, I started realizing that everyone is doing sign language. It's ubiquitous. Like everyone's doing sign. The interpreter, yeah. Yeah, and I was driving, I was like driving in and I thought, I bet Matt Fondelier could fake sign. Yeah. He looks Boy, like a sign he? guy. Yes. He just, he could do it. I bet he could do that. I didn't ask anyone else. Mm. And uh, I was like, I went right in. I said, Matt, could you fake sign? And he's like, yeah, I think I could. And I was like, all right, I'm going to talk and you just sign. Do your gibberish sign while I talk. And he, I started talking. He was gibberish sign. I was like, okay, you can do it. <laughs> Now, bring a black turtleneck. Do you have a black sweater or something? And then we'll film you in front of a brick wall. And then we'll we'll do this whole thing where you'll... And, and I will... 
I'll record the story, and then we'll play it back to you. Mm-hmm. And then while we're playing it back to you, you're just going to have to gibberish sign in front of this brick facade. So we filmed them with Nate and everything else. And then at a certain point, I went, he should be the whole show. He should take over the entire screen with his with his hand with the sign language it was a slow zoom yeah it was a it slow was, zoom I, yeah, just I didn't grew. realize it until it was yeah you don't realize it at the beginning today. but eventually you can't see right. me anymore and you see oh, it's so good and i was like oh okay this is funny so then i sent it to jimmy and then jimmy was disgusted with everyone else so we, we never oh. they should have just played that they should have yeah. just played mine well, baby right? in the bathwater. yeah i know it's I know. Funny. And uh, if any kids are listening, this is why you never should try. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never before the effort. Never fucking burn calories. I was like, obviously, we're not getting paid. It's not going to air. It's not uh, going to any. my time. It's not going to do anything, but it's going to be for Jimmy and Molly right. and Sal and we're gonna, Bill and we're going to have Baby Doll. Like everyone's, Kevin Hanch are all going to be in the room and they're going to see my video and they're going to go, oh, this guy tried. Right. Like they put this shit nope. together. No acknowledgement whatsoever. No, but we'll put it up oh, at Adam God. Carolla. Damn, that was funny. Deleted com. scene for the yeah. director's yeah, Matt, Unearthed. I've never discussed sign language with Matt before, but I was like, Matt looks like one of those guys, and I think he could pull it off. Mm-hmm. And played it so straight. Yes. Beautiful. Uh, all right, uh, Kyle Dunnigan is here. Let me hit. Uh, let me hit Tommy John. Tommy John. This summer, soak up the sun, not the sweat. Tommy John, cool cotton fabric, two to three times cooler than regular cotton. Get a uh, pair, new pair of Tommy John underwear and uh, let your buns breathe. Dozens of uh, comfort innovations like uh, breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. Once you go with Tommy John, you will never go back. It is the best. Please, people. Listen to me when I tell you that once you get into Tommy John underwear, you will never go back to whatever you're currently wearing unless you're wearing Tommy John. Mm. They don't have customers. They have fanatics. And uh, I just got off the road. You bring your Tommy John. You pack them wherever you go. And like I said, especially when it gets warm outside, best pair you'll ever wear. Or it's free. Guaranteed. Right, Dawson? Right now, get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Adam. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Adam for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Adam. Seaside for details. I'm sorry. I'm still laughing at the one-two punch of like, oh, look, Fondelier. It's so funny. And then realizing how big it had gotten. And I was like, did I black out? Like, Uh, I really didn't realize it until you were really almost off the screen. I I had missed the edit. Yeah, me too. And I died laughing again. Well, thanks. Yeah, it's it's always like, you know, when you... It's it's nice. I mean, the the process is kind of nice. Where like where it's like I was just like going, I want to make a video. I don't want to just be sitting there telling yeah. a Sal story. I want to like kind of come up with an angle Some of visual. something that's yeah. different mm-hmm. that would set it apart mm-hmm. that would make it more interesting. And I was kind of like, it's going to be played at a dinner, and people are going to be talking and right. eating, and they're not going to hear everything. Another and component. I, so, and I started thinking, like, well, maybe I would wear something like a smoking jacket or do something mm-hmm. sort of visual or something, whatever. And, and I was just sort of ruminating on it. And then at some point, I was like, oh, um, hand sign language, like close caption, put them in a corner. Mm-hmm. And then I was sort of like, could we do that? Yeah, we could do that. We have edit bays and cameras right. and whatever. And I was like, huh, 
who would do the sign? And then it started like going into, well, maybe the sign should take over the entire screen. But it is, it's a nice look into the process. The process yeah. is just like, I'd, I'd like to do something different, but I don't know what that different is. Hey, well, real quick. I, I'm yeah. sure everyone did good. I'm sure everyone did well at the roast. Who killed it? Who, who was like, uh, oh, that, that guy brought it. That guy, or, or exceeded expectations. I think me. Mm. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Mr. No uh, self-esteem. Yeah. No, it was like, I, I my jokes killed because they were like, it's like um, Uncle Frank. Mm. Uncle Frank was this bigger than life character sure. passed about seven, eight years ago. And Frank's move, I told you, would put the claw on everyone's upper arm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and he had all these crazy ideas. You know, he was trying to talk. He had this whole thing about Jimmy needed to be mayor of, of, of Hollywood, you know, and he's like grabbing my arm and he was like, hey, you could talk Jimmy into being mayor of Hollywood. And I was like, I couldn't talk Jimmy into fucking being mayor of Hollywood. You know, he was very earnest. Like uh, Uncle Frank's side of the family and Jimmy's side. I mean, it just in general, they're very sincere people. They're genuine. They're guy. genuine. Like, oh, hi, Adam. Oh, it's so nice. Like when he asks regu- how you're doing, he wants to know. They're waiting yeah, for the answer. Yes, they're like really regular people. Anyway, I had an Uncle Frank joke here somewhere. Let's see. Oh, Uncle Frank. So again, it's a whole room of people that know Uncle Frank. His daughters are in the room and blah, blah, blah. Uncle Frank will be missed. Obviously, he's not here tonight. But I'd like to think right now he's up in heaven with his huge hand clamped onto Warren Zevon's upper arm, trying to convince him to run for governor of Hollywood. <laughs> now, not a great roast joke, but great if you're in, room, that, yeah. in that room. Well, I'll, I'll give you some more, but uh, Dunnigan's here, right? So uh, we'll bring Kyle in, and we'll do that right after this. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know. It's hard work out there, owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about you bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Hey, Adam, did you know that DJ Khaled has a Poshmark account? Yeah, you can go on there and you can buy some of his used custom-made suits. Just thought you might be interested. Bye! You can leave us a message at 888-634-1744. Unlikely comedian Kyle Dunnigan has <laughs> joined us. Unlikely what? <laughs> it just struck me. It's like... Kyle, uh, obviously one of the funniest guys we know, and a uh, YouTube show, The Fresh Prez of D.C., and we'll play the uh, opening to that. Oh, noish. But. Yes. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think. Like, I, you know, when you meet Jeff Ross, you go, oh, that guy's a comedian. Right. Like, seems like a comedian. All the trappings of a comedian. All the earmarks oh, of a comedian. Right. Like, when you meet Kyle Dunnigan, you go, hey, I'm I, I, it doesn't yeah, yeah. seem like a comedian. I was forced into it a little bit. And Kyle, <laughs> by the way, I've seen Kyle's act at the comedy store. It's it's you, forget about impressions. He he's just funny on his own. Like oh, he just goes you. out there and does comedy. Like it's not like you think it's all going to be a kind of rich little thing. Right. It's, it's mm. not. He and just does comedy. To that to that point, this is this is actually 
for anyone who was at Brian's uh, event uh, last oh, yeah. with Ball Brian when you were up there, Kyle, you said something in one of your bits that my fiance and I have not stopped saying since the night you said it. And how long ago was that? On uh, November 2019. Okay, so mm, for let me guess this, y- you won't. I'm Kyle oh, yeah. Dunnigan. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were doing the bit about the magician, oh yeah, and you're like. This is a ball, a simple ball, nothing more, nothing less. Yes, yes, yes. Just, we laughed so hard every time we pick something up. We'll go, this is a simple phone, nothing more, nothing less. It's funny, we I've never done day. that before or since. It was so <laughs> That's a problem. Funny. I forget a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, please remember that because it was, it was such a great little side moment. Yeah, I do good magic hands. Yes, like, I can great make magic it look hands. like I do magic, but I don't. Speaking of forgetting, I forgot what Kyle's voice and face sound and look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hey, it was in real life. Biden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How is it? Do you guys like oh, it? Oh, let me yeah. give you guys uh, something I was screaming about at the uh, party last night. You know when you're drunk and you think of something that's important to you? <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> yeah. And you announce it to the group and it's not nearly as important yeah. to them. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, all right. You're like to me. They're like, I'm drunk. This is important to me. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why it's not important to you all. Yeah. But um, I, I was looking up some actor from the love boat or something (laughs) and doing my research doing my show prep and i I went down that rabbit hole of like net worth you know Mm -hmm. like who's who beyonce or oprah like who's net worth you know it's so easy to stumble onto those stupid little cookies and like the next thing you know you're going down the thing and I, i was looking i started looking at it and uh jack nicholson at net worth Four hundred million bucks. Okay, four hundred right. million. I was like, <laughs> right under it, Sylvester Stallone, four hundred million. Oh, and I was like, this guy's launched like seven franchises. I mean, this guy has so many. He's the, Rambo, Rocky. Yeah, it's like there's a bunch of franchises. Like of Jack's, you know, You're Jack's all, great. He's a gun for hire, but why? Hundred percent right. Is there a divorce or two in Stallone's background? And I think his overhead is a lot higher because he's like an art collector. Like I, I don't know, I don't know. Does exactly it take all that the, into account? I don't fucking know. That can't be that accurate. But I'm but saying I think Stallone lives a, a Jack. Like I like you know Jack's fine. He's a great mm-hmm. actor. Blah blah blah. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's not launching these franchises. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you just take a look at. Just Rambo and Rocky alone yeah. have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, done, no, have generated seven hundred billion dollars worth of worth of revenue and are ubiquitous. How is it that the their only- net worth is four hundred? Now look, I'm not saying the thing's accurate, but it's equally inaccurate for everybody. You know what I mean? I think Jack invested in something. He, he like was, he got a lot of Batman money. He had yes. a good deal on oh, that. I remember he got go. something on else. Batman. Yeah. That was it. That was he was like an early uh, not adopter, but like one of the guys. Like, oh, you're a huge star. Please be in our comic book movie in 1989. Yeah. He made a hundred million dollars off that movie. But it is weird that you know Stallone's writing and producing oh, and yeah, you know the I Expendables agree. and like he's doing all this stuff and like Jack's home getting blown. <laughs> he's courtside and he's just like yeah. they're the same. Uh, you yeah. know he's a little older, or whatever. But they're the same network, yeah. according to whatever this I'm website a was. Actor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot better actor than that clown. <laughs> yeah, but Jack, you didn't start but nothing. No, you didn't start Rocky, the Expendables. Uh, yeah, uh, but I was in that. Uh, Batman movie, and uh, I reinvented the Joker. Well, most of that was like makeup, though, right? Well, a lot of it was makeup, I guess. But uh, that Rocky guy wore some makeup, too, if I remember. Well, that's just just fake sweat. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, just 
He had a black eye, I think, in one of those as well. <laughs> I don't do a great Jack, but I'll, I'll really just jump right. into it. It's serviceable. Yeah. Uh, oh, do we have the uh, opening for the uh, fresh prez of uh, DC, by the way? Okay. And finally, new rule. Comedians can't make fun of Joe Biden. Because it's impossible. Because he's been great. I know a bunch of fat people are disappointed. Because trying to make fun of Joe Biden is like praying to God. A complete waste of time. Okay, that's our show. I want to thank my guests, Benjamin Netanyahu and Pete Davidson. (laughs) Who's this Joe Biden everyone keeps talking about? Well, I was born and raised in Scranton, PA. Left guard by the pools where I spent my days. Till a dude named Corn Pop was that cool. Started making trouble at the swimming pool. So I took a chain, wrapped it around my legs. They were hairier than my other legs. Not, not my, but black kids would touch them. Come on, man. Then I got on a train and moved to D.C. Jirak Jabrama gave a job to me. I shuffled around and sucked fingertips. Made a big speech, kissed a boy on the lips. What are you looking at? I wrote the damn bill. I hold the ladies tight and sniff all their hairs. First person American to fall up the stairs. Ran for president. I was a winner. Winner was me. Now I sit at my desk as a president. Not, not president. You know the thing. Come on. Get your face out of your ears. Come on, man. Phenomenal. Oh, man. Get your face out of your ears. Is it... Is it possible that Joe Biden goes all four years? It, it, no. It, it does not seem possible, and right? He's been saying like, that for I, a while. I mean, I, I, you, this is not... Hey, he's made a lifetime out of proving people wrong. Right. But it doesn't seem... Ex- four years... It like, seems like a tall order. We're six months in, and yeah. I don't think we're going four years, yeah. right? Like, Kamala? Is there an be? over-under on uh, like a Vegas odds? Oh, there probably is, actually. It, I mean... Really, that, go- that lasts for four years? Definitely not eight. No, <laughs> no, but four sort of seems like a like a stretch to me. But I don't know. Yeah. How old is he? Seventy four. No, he's seventy eight. Oh, One hundred twelve. I think he's turning seventy nine. He's going full Strom Thurmond. And he's like, but but I mean, this stuff sort of kicks in, speeds yeah. up yeah. at the end. You yeah. know, like I just, it's not like you know, if you, by the way, if you see footage of him from when he was 67 it's like it seems like you're listening to a different human oh, yeah. being very sharp right so i don't know uh joe yeah well i, I was uh i i wasn't li- listening to what you were saying i was just saying like we, we think you're in for the full term you got another look, three and a half years yeah man look 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 here here's here's what we have to understand I, i've been in the show business for 20 24 years mm-hmm. a long time and every, every time, every time every year goes by is different, uh, but not not a not a different look. Look, we <laughs> come on, man. Joe, are you are you there? Are yeah, you man. Look, look, get your get your vaccine, man. You get your vaccine. Is Kamala Harris? You think she may step up and Kamala Harris is uh, ready to go, swaying in the wings. She's, she's not swaying in the wings, man. Oh, okay. Get your face out of your face. Look, okay. Come on. You're acting nervous, man. Look. No, I'm just saying it's a Kamala Harris. No, like maybe Kamala Harris. Yeah, man. That's what I said. Look, 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 here's here's the deal. You go out, you get your mask. You go to the va- vaccination booth, CVS, Walmart. 
Mm-hmm. You sit down in the chair, man, and the ball, the ball pokes in there. That's how you get it. I was, that wasn't the question. I was thinking about this, and there's certain things that I don't enjoy watching. Mm. You know, vivisection and just seeing dog poop by the side of the sure. you know side of the street when you're walking your dog and stuff. I don't enjoy seeing people being vaccinated. And I was like watching CNN the other day or news or whatever it was. And I realized I've seen several thousand hours of people just being like, because the way news works is they go like, well, we got to talk about vaccination, vaccination rates, vaccinations amongst the elderly, vaccinations about the Hispanics and the blacks. So they go, well, get some B-roll of people being vaccinated because we're saying vaccinated and there's no way we could ever conjure that image in our mind. We would be totally confused. I've seen so like needles being when I, you know, when I watch a movie, if there's a junkie and the junkie like ties off yeah. and they're doing, I, yeah. I will avert yeah. my gaze. It's like, attractable. I, it's attractable. I will, I will mm-hmm. literally put my yeah. hand up because I don't want to see a guy putting yeah, a, I don't either. I have seen several hundred thousand hours of elderly people being jabbed in the upper shoulder. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I probably more footage i've seen more images of vaccinations in the last six months than my entire life combined no and it's not helpful it's, it's just like it doesn't do anything it's weird you know you have to kind of process it like oh that needle went way in that guy that old guy's skinny like how far did that go in that may have punctured a lung you know Mr. But, Burns uh, go straight through yeah like i'm just watching it's just over and over and over again yeah. could we do something with that. Do or less. can we just talk about vaccinations yeah. and show puppies or something? Yeah. It makes you not want to get a vaccine. The visual doesn't help. No, and it doesn't it, help. Yeah. Wasn't right. it like the beginning of the polio vaccine? They gave it to kids on a sugar cube. Maybe we just see kids taking sugar cubes. That would be pleasant. In their arms, Gina? Yeah, in their arm. Yeah. I have right. an initiative where every vaccine you get a lollipop. <laughs> well, well, lollipop for ta- initiation, we're man. Ta- wait, corn pop or lollipop? No, lollipop, man. Every every uh, every man, woman, and transgender who goes in for a, a transgender transgender gets gets a lollipop. But what about what corn pop? Is that guy? Corn pop, he's a bad dude, man. Come on, I'll bring him up here. Let's no, have a I'm good time. You had to deal with corn pop. Well, let's back have a good, good time, man. Kids are listening. Did corn pop get vaccinated? Corn pop is corn pop is dead. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. I know. I was. I was watching a story about you going to South Africa to liberate Nelson Mandela, like back in the day. Yeah. I think you got uh, arrested for that trip. I, it's possible. Yeah. Look, you're going. You're going back, way, way far back. For mm-hmm. me. Just mm-hmm. stay, stay this week, man. Mm-hmm. Even that might. Be- mm-hmm. Stop throwing curveballs. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. Yeah. No. Sorry. I was just yeah. thinking about this story. What's going on with the, all this voter and voting rights stuff? What's going on in Georgia? The ID you know, voter ID, that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, look, we got a, a situation where people come into a vote for uh, elections, and then they got they don't have their IDs, or mm-hmm. they do have their IDs. Either mm-hmm. way, man, mm-hmm. if you come in there and you say who you are, you have your ID, you can vote. Mm-hmm. If you don't say who you are, you don't have your ID, you can't vote. It's right. that simple. So we, we do have IDs? We have your ID. If you have your ID, then you're going to get our vote. If you don't have it, then you can vote. Mm-hmm. Both of that should be clear. Mm-hmm. If you have your ID, you come into the station. Come on, look. It's like they, they always said back in, uh, in the 70s. Remember mm-hmm. with the, uh, the gas lines? Mm-hmm. They're Americans right. too, man. Yeah. They're all Americans. 
in the gas line. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, they had odd even license plate. Odd even. Divide by 20. Six. Huh? Come on. Yeah, okay. Look. Sure. Look, you... If you if you if we're talking about voting rights, everyone mm. deserves a vote mm-hmm. unless you don't have the right to vote. Right. Okay. Yeah. And no, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Now I had a hypothetical for you, Joe. I was thinking about this the other day because I was thinking about voting rights and ID and ID and voting rights, and you know, my whole angle is always like, look, we shouldn't be arguing over IDs for voting. We should be figuring out who in 2021's America does not have an ID and getting them an ID. That's we should have bookmobiles that are ID mobiles that are, you know, sponsored by the local DMV right. who drive to your town and get you an ID. Like who doesn't have an ID? And then I was thinking about it. I thought, all right, you have a kid. Everyone's got a kid. Um, <clears throat> What would you want for your kid? Would you? Here's my hypothetical. Would you wish for, you can only do A or B, your kid never votes in an election or your kid never has an ID? Oh, mm. I know which I'd prefer. It's pretty simple because not voting, you could get through your life without voting, but you could not get through your life without an I- ID. You and a if, compromised life. Exquisitely compromised, especially now, you know, 2021. So if the answer is we could all live with a kid who never voted in a general election, but we couldn't, we would never wish that upon anyone not having an ID your entire life. You'd be hobbled in this society. Mm -hmm. Then the answer should be we'll get people the ID. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, my boy Hunty, he's, he's got neither one. He's oh, no voting? He he's has no voting card or ID. ID. Oh, he has an ID. He's doing art now, though, right? Yeah, but I mean, look. Yeah, don't kick a guy when he's down. No, no, I'm saying he's doing art. He's selling the paintings for like 500000 bucks Come on, or something. Yeah, poor guy. Oh. I heard he moved to Malibu. That's pretty good. I'll kick a guy when he's down. No, no, look, he's, no Malibu's nice. He's had a hard life, man. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's good. He's selling his art for half a million dollars. He's at a job there. He's only making $80,000 a month. Comes back home with uh, uh, all these smiles. Now, look. look. He, no, he moved to Malibu. That's good. Come on. Look, that's my boy. That's no, my hunter like you're that, talking I, about. It, it's, he's doing well for himself. That's my hunter you're talking about, pal. I had to go there and give you a knuckle sandwich. Look. Oh. <laughs> He's making beautiful art. You got uh, There's no picture there, but he draws houses. He's and doing. And he suns. Do, blows it with like a straw or something. It's, That's it's, crack. Look, he get look. <laughs> no, no, he's doing the art. Art of the crack. Look. No, That's how blowing, he gets. He gets into the zone. He needs that. He, but he do, look. He doesn't smoke crack. He does chewables. Right. There. Chewable, chewable crack? crack. Yeah, man. Look, they got chewable everything. Chewable vitamins. Chewable, chewable gum. He just uh-huh. eats a crack rock. It's crack. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is, is I'm I'm complimenting his art. His art is yeah, he's got good art. That's interesting. Yeah, but you got that. You got that attitude behind your your smile. No, no, I'm not thinking. He moved to Malibu. I don't know where he is. He's trying to get by. Yeah, in Malibu. Yeah, he's roughing it, man. No, no, he's in the hills of Malibu. He's just back there with his paint and the the surf, and that's all he's got. He's just blowing the stuff. It's it's kind of interesting. He got confused. He thought that was crack. Okay. Well, I'm saying. You still get high off that stuff, though. And like $500,000 a pop. 
Yeah, man, well, look, he'll, he'll hopefully it'll increase in price and he'll start to make a living. But until then, I support him 100%. Okay, That's I'm just saying. It. Dad's saying to buy his kid. <clears throat> yeah. Look at that. He drew some, uh, there's circles. You see that one? A lot of circles. That's yeah. a million-dollar painting right there. You only well, got $500,000 for that one. <laughs> well, and look at that spider one. Price. Look at the spider one right on top of that. That should be at least four, $45 million. He off. only got two. I don't know how I don't know how it works, but he, he appreciates is, he is selling his paintings for five hundred. Well, right. well for he, invented, he invented that style of blowing the, the paint on this, this screen there. Oh, he did, yeah. yeah it crack pipe, crack pipe broke. He had paint in there. It came right <laughs> on the on the piece of paper. It's it's very becoming. His first painting is only sold for a hundred grand, man. But he kept going because he's got stick him to him. Stick him. That's what my boy Hunty has. Stick mm-hmm. with him. Sticks yeah, with yeah. him. Good. And now he's getting by. Yeah. How's Dr. Jill doing? Huh? Doc, your wife. Who? Dr. Jill. What about him? No, no. The your the girl. The, the guy wife. turning a girl? There's nothing wrong with that, man. No, no, no. Whatever not... he wants to be is fine by Uncle Joe. No, no. I'm saying your wife, Dr. Jill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Married to her. Yeah, yeah. She's all right. Okay. She's an all right lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. nothing, nothing really... Nothing really important comes out of that mouth, to be honest with you. Some people say she runs the show. You know, she day-to-day, she kind of... No, man, she just tells me what to do. I make the decisions. Wait a minute. She tells you what to do? She tells what to do, but I go in there and I put down the hammer and I say what's what. So she... Wait, who makes the decisions? You do or This guy. The guy with two thumbs that are pointing at him right now. Well, you, Joe And she's the one who just whispers in your old, oh, dear, what's what's going on? What's going to happen? Hmm. And then Uncle Joe makes it happen. So is she calling the shots, or are you calling the shots? Look, man, he's in Malibu. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh, no, that's Hunter. Hunter's huh? in Malibu. Look, look, they're both all right people. I heard that, you know, Hunter has to have Secret Service protection, sure, right? But they can't, kid, yeah. can't live in the house with him. Nope. So they were looking at renting out the house. The Secret Service was renting out the house, like, Next across door. the oh, street. Nice. What a gig. Yeah. From Hunter yeah. to be... Mm. Protect him, right? You obviously you know about that. I don't trust those guys. You Secret don't Service? Secret Service? Yeah, they're, they're dressed like men in black. <clears throat> well, you must have Hunter must have a call sign, right? Like he must have a name. Like, I was going to say, didn't they protect you for eight years as vice president? You used to it by now. What? <laughs> yeah, what, look. What was your call? I mean, you, Skipper. Then we say, huh? Uh, Skipper. Skipper's your call sign. Yeah, Skipper's down again. Oh, so that's what they would yeah. say, like this, the Secret Service. Yeah, you know, Black Hawk down. It was White Skipper down. White Skipper down. When I trip and fall. All right, so that was you. Yeah. Does Hunter have a, yeah. a call sign? Uh, I don't know what his call sign is, but if I were to give him a call sign, mm-hmm. uh, supposed to be something in the order of uh, Hunty, Hunty Mc uh, serves a lot. Hunty McServe. That just came out of my mouth. Oh, okay. I didn't like think about it at yeah. all. It's probably not very good. No, it's 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 serviceable. It's not super covert. I feel like we could figure out who that Peter. was. Peter. Mm-hmm. Peter. Not not Hunty. Right. Just to hide his identity. Yeah. We got a couple of calls up there. Would you guys like to know what the odds are for uh uh President Biden to make it through all four years? Yeah. Uh according to Bet Online, uh it is uh Will he complete first term as president? Yes, minus two hundred. So it's a it's a decent favorite, minus two hundred, not to make it all four years, plus one fifty. Is that slight slight underdog? 
Right, so that's almost even, sort of with the VIG. Is that how they? I mean, minus one twenty each, of course, would be even. But this this is not a huge, you know, swing to make it all the way through. It's a slight favorite. Slight favorite to make it through. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Let's talk to a one uh, to two favorite. You'd have to bet two hundred bucks to win a hundred, for example. Right. We'll talk to uh, Dan from Florida. Dan. Hi guys. Hi guy. Hi Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, I want to know if you've noticed a trend in, in traffic that I've noticed over the past few years. I'm about your age, maybe a little younger, and we were coming up. If you missed your turn, they told you, you know, just keep going, make your turn, and then go where you're going to go, right? Yes. Now, it seems like often, very often, I'm behind somebody who misses their turn, and they refuse to miss the turn. They just stop. Yeah. No, wait, I, uh, however long they have I to wait, marvel at make this. Make that turn cross however many lines of traffic. It uh, makes me insane. And then there's their cousin, which is the one who was supposed to turn left and realizes they're not. And now they stop in the left lane and they're like, I'll just wedge myself yeah, in and I'll just back everyone up. It's like, just fucking go one block, turn left and turn left again. Yeah. And then you'll be back where you started yeah. again. Like such a weird thing it's it's so eminently fixable right. like you just go right left you know the circle everyone's missed their turn off yeah. or missed their off ramp or don't stop yeah in the middle of the fucking freeway or the highway or whatever like wedge yourself over that way yes it has to come from this weird autonomy that we're all living in which is the more earbuds and the more so like when i was young you would drive with the windows down and when you drove with the windows down, you experienced nature when you were driving. <laughs> a smell of fuel, horn honking. You could smell guys smoking in the car next to you. And it was very, like, it was interactive, you know. Multi-sensory You were driving a stick shift. The windows yeah. were down. And if you fucked up, like, you could hear it from the other cars. Now, all the windows are up and the air set at 71 and you got your Enya playing or you're listening to your <laughs> podcast or whatever it is. And you're just in your own mm-hmm. little Bubble. world. And when you're in your own little world, then it's just you who mm-hmm. needs to turn. It's not mm-hmm. fuck society and whoever's around you and whatever, whoever's behind you and whoever the other humans are that are trying to tend to their life. It's just you. So now you missed your turn, and now you will try to stop in the left lane and wedge your car into whatever. Yes, this is a this is an issue. But I I I think, like I said, like we used to kind of be in nature. Windows were down, sights, right. smells, sounds. You know, you you were in it, and so you couldn't really do what you wanted to do. Right. Well, and you to to the notion that you'd hear about it right away. I wish there was some sort of mechanism on a car that. The car could determine whether you are honking for danger or honking just to be a dick. Because mm-hmm. I believe that if you're going to honk just or to be a dick. the wake up honk. Yeah, mm. well, if you're going to honk just to be a dick, the windows have to come down. Because mm-hmm. people, are, the windows are sealed. They lay on their horn. They upset every human being around them, and they don't even hear it. Yeah. Uh, Dan, sorry. Yeah, no, I just, it's been making me crazy. And every time I see it, I think of you and I wonder if you've noticed. I feel like it's you know, mostly younger people, you know, this, this horrible generation that they don't realize there's anyone behind them. I'm also curious from Kyle what Andrew Cuomo would say to this predicament. Well, let, the, let Andrew Cuomo regale you with this story, a quick story. My grandfather used to drive a steam engine. 
Okay. <laughs> One day, he was in the front. There wasn't much to do. His pants came down to his ankles. He wanted to masturbate on the train. Okay. There wasn't another stop for two hours. He felt he could lay back, fantasize, and pleasure himself. Okay. The problem is they turned the tracks off the route he was expecting. He crashed into a little town, was ejected naked with the penis in his hand. Terrible. <laughs> Embarrassing the family Cuomo name. Until now. We have recovered. Hey, uh, Chris. <laughs> real you rhythm to his speech. <laughs> you can find Cuomo. Cuomo had a great... I wish I had one-tenth of whatever Cuomo's got in his veins, because he did, like, they dropped... The whole DOJ dropped the investigation to the nursing home and blah, blah, blah. That's nice. And Cuomo just got up there and he was like, he does everything perfectly. It's 100% about saving lives. <sighs> he did nothing wrong. Like it is, there are certain, I, I am always jealous of the guys that don't, they don't have a reverse gear. They don't reflect, <laughs> like they don't internalize. They're just, I'm 1000% this mm-hmm. 100% of the time. And he's just that dude. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, you know, it sounds like I'm mocking him, but I'm really, I'm not. Like, where did you get all this? How do you feel so good about yourself? How come there's not that part where you go like, look, I understand maybe the things I could have done differently right. and, and possi- possibly better. And, you know, I'm not perfect, you know, but he's just like 100%. Like everything was great. Yeah. Everything was right. 1000% everything. Well, saying that now I would give any amount of money to see Trump and Cuomo debate each other. Oh, that would be the greatest. It would be the the, mm. the, the heavyweight championship. Yeah, I would I would watch that all all day long. Speaking I don't know those. what it was. It was Cuomo. I think doing a press conference after they they dropped the whole nursing home thing. But he was uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was speaking to those two guys. Do you think it's a politics thing that that it's a self selecting sample that attracts people with that personality disorder of I'm never wrong. Don't I, I think yeah. it used to Can't be to any kind of right. weakness. It used to be, you know, if you if you um, if you deal with Mark Garagos and and you're going to be deposed. If anyone's ever been deposed, well, you get deposed where you know they say to you like, "Well, do you think there are things you could have done differently?" And you're like. Um, yeah, I mean, in retrospect, maybe I could have handled this better. Mm-hmm. And they go, and this other person that's suing you, do you think they have some good qualities? And you go like, yeah, well, they've been, they're not book smart, but they're street smart. But the New World Order, and Mark Gergos will tell you, is you'll just go like, do you think there are anything you could have done differently? Go, no, 1,000% everything. <laughs> it was perfect that's all great. of the time. And, and then what about this person? He's a retarded buffoon. Who does mm-hmm. nothing right ever? <laughs> it's like that's the new world order. Like yeah. you can't own something a little bit. You can't see some gray There's area. No There's not nothing. Good. No it's nuance. Just One thousand percent. Do you guys correct. remember reading the Star Report in the late nineties when that came out? Cover, I remember cover. I was working in an office and it was just mesmerizing. Everyone's reading and thinking, oh, he's this guy's toast. Oh, my God. He shoved a cigar up her in the Oval Office. Oh, my God. And it, nope, just hung around. Everyone forgot about it, moved on. It's the same kind of thing. I mean, Clinton did admit, sort of, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. But 
Just hang around. Just wait. Yeah. It, around. Yeah, or or you're Al Franken. And you're out. Like I, I, it's, yeah. We have this weird way to mete out punishment, which is like people yeah, that people did next learned. to nothing are banished, and people that did everything are like, eh, still around. If I did something He's bad, I would, not, I would not apologize. I've learned that you're just getting in trouble if you apologize. Yeah, the, the uh, sorry. Not that I've done old, anything the, wrong. No, Give but it a the, shot, Kyle. Sounds like the, I did. The new <laughs> world <laughs> order is just do not apologize, do not reverse gear do not say anything just 1000 percent guns blazing full steam ahead mm-hmm. that's it did you find cuomo yeah, it's like it's like five and a half minutes long we're just all right. through it all right well i think we got it we'll uh we'll get into that uh what do we got here uh o'reilly yeah today's show is brought to you by uh, o'reilly auto parts you can visit o'reilly auto parts today they have uh, professional parts people and they can help you find the exact battery for your vehicle, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts, or you can visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com. We have a story about this, Max Panna? Yeah, I mean, there's a few. So, obviously, we uh, we heard about Matt Fondelier. Uh, his battery died before work, and so he switched to the Super Start battery, and his car's been running really great. So, I mean, that He called me. He's like, boss, my car died. I'm running late. I'm at the Starbucks. I need a battery. And uh, I said, uh, get set up with the uh, Superstart. And he did. Boom. Boom. And he, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Kyle Dunnigan. Yeah. Oh, you do. Needs to hear but Matt. You need to hear Matt. Oh, right. That's oh, this is right. Matt. Oh, yeah, I Matt, Matt. Matt. How does he sound? Shit. Yeah. We got we to gotta figure out what Matt's, yeah, because he's not Stallone. He's not ubiquitous. He's, like, <laughs> he's not a household. He's like, hey, boss. It was like, hey, boss. He's yeah, yeah, it's that, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, car got stuck. <laughs> yeah, but you got the uh, Superstart oh. battery from O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. It's working great, boss. Thanks, man. Yeah. Does it sound like him? Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what he sounds like. Um, do you have Matt anywhere, Brian? Uh, a lot of the old drops didn't make their way onto this computer. Long story uh, short. I don't know, but, uh, window of negligence. Mm-hmm. Boom. Drops. Uh-huh. Do we have boom? Well, we'll try boom. Let's see if we can yeah. if we can do Matt. So you put the Superstart battery in the Honda and boom. Oh, Brian. Brian will find it. Sorry, man. Didn't make the drops. Didn't make the drops, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I did. <laughs> That's cool. That's right. cool, I guess. Yeah, and then we have him doing sign language, but he's not He's not speaking. That won't help you at all. <laughs> Brian will find it. Anyone yeah, can find it. And also, uh, I, I had a couple gigs this weekend, Adam, and my, my drummer put the hazards on outside of the venue to load and unload his drums. He put the hazards on after he loaded the drums and thought, okay, I'm going to have a drink inside for a little bit. <laughs> and the hazards ran out his battery because it wasn't the Superstar battery. Well, that's why. Yeah. Your drummer, who also destroyed the bathroom on no, the cruise no, ship. that was the bass player. It, it was, <laughs> I mean, you have a one in three chance of figuring that out. Yeah, you leave those hazards Window on. They negligence. Will- Oh, wait. Play it again. Window of negligence. Window. Oh, wait. Sorry. One more time. That's really short. Yeah. Window of negligence. Oh, here's, here's, Window here's, of negligence. Here's Kyle doing that. Oh. Hey, Summer. come on. How about a new Matt, huh? <laughs> oh, new Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> go down to O'Reilly and get your Superstart battery, and uh, you can see all the, uh, all the parts professionals, the uh, parts people. They can help you over there. O'ReillyAuto.com. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with uh, Kyle. We'll do that right after this.
saving starts with internet and wireless from Xfinity. Because when you get Xfinity Internet and Add Mobile, you can save up to $400 a year on wireless. Enjoy fast, reliable internet at home and nationwide 5G on the go, included at no extra cost. Get Xfinity Internet and Mobile together and ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back. Don't miss out. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Savings based on optimized pricing. Actual savings may vary.